Good morning. Man, I'm so glad that you guys are here today. Today is a special, special day. We get to do something as a church, as a family, and it's something that Christians all around the world for the past 2,000 years have been doing together. We get to take communion today. And uh, communion was something when I was younger that I would get excited for because I would see the communion table, and that meant some things. Remember, I'm a kid, right? A snack, (laughs) some juice, and for a kid who struggled to stay awake during the sermon, a shorter sermon. So today, hopefully, I can give you two of those three. I won't guarantee you uh, for the shorter sermon, but it was something I did, something I took when I was at church, but I never really knew what it meant. I mean, I knew to eat the bread or the cracker when the preacher would say, take, eat, this is my body. And I knew to drink the juice when he said, drink ye all of it, this is my blood. But that was it. I knew it had something to do with Jesus, but I didn't know why we did it. I never tried to understand it. I just did it because that's what I was supposed to do. And some of you sitting here today may have a similar story, grew up in church, took communion more times than you can count, or you've never done this before, and you have no idea what I'm talking about. And so that's what I want to do today. Today's going to be something that hopefully is educational to a degree, give you some information, but hopefully it encourages you and motivates you to understand why we do the things that we do and to understand why we do this at church and why communion is such an important thing and it's something that should not be taken lightly. So what is communion? Communion is one of the two practices or rites that churches partake in, the other one being baptism. And as a kid, I had no idea what communion, why we did it, what the point of it was. Like I said before, I had no idea. I had no idea why we had to drink this juice and this cracker. I just thought it was something to do. But looking into it and actually studying all these years later, communion, I realized, is this, a visible representation of the death of Jesus. Communion has two parts to it, a visible outward sign and the spiritual reality signified by the sign. And here's what that means. The outward sign of communion is the giving of the bread and the cup. And the spiritual reality of that is that it's signified through his, this, uh, what Jesus did on the cross. The giving of the bread and the cup is the outward, and Jesus dying on the cross is the spiritual reality of that. According to Jesus, here's what the bread and cup symbolize. And you may know this, but for people who don't, the bread is his body. He says, this is my body which is given for you. And the cup that he gives us, it says this, the cup is a new covenant between God and his people, an agreement confirmed with my blood, which is poured out as a sacrifice for you. And something that you may or may not know about is this covenant thing that Jesus is talking about. What is that? What is this covenant thing that he was so important that he had to talk about it, that he had to say it? You see, before what Jesus did under the old covenant, the only way that me and you or people could be made right with God 
was through priests and a sacrificial system. It wasn't just Jesus that we had as our priest for us. We had a guy that would go in and talk to God and confess these sins. It was a tough way to approach God, and only a couple people got to do it. But now, because of Jesus and what he did on the cross, shedding his blood, we can approach God. Me and you can go to God now without having to go through a priest, without having to sacrifice a deer or a bear or a goat or whatever you want to sacrifice. Because of Jesus, we can go straight to God. The new covenant that Jesus brought in and established with his blood doesn't get rid of the old covenant. It completes it. Jesus in Matthew, in the Sermon on the Mount, says, I came to fulfill the law, not to abolish it. So after hearing all that, some of you may be sitting here thinking, why do I need to take communion? Why do I need to do this? What's the big deal of it? And if you don't remember anything else I say today, please pay attention to these next few moments because this is the most important part of the why we do something. We take communion because Jesus established it. On the last night before his death, before he be put on the cross to die, his, him and his disciples are sharing a meal together, the last meal, the last supper. And Jesus believed it was important for the disciples to know what was about to happen. So he used bread and wine as symbols to show what he was going to do. It took them a bit to realize, but after Jesus rose up and came to them, it all made sense. It all made sense of why Jesus did what he did. And he showed them at this Last Supper through these symbols. The disciples continued this practice, and it's continued to this day. And for the last 2,000 years, Christians all around the world have done it. And it all started on that last night before Jesus was put to death. It's continued today so that we remember. We take communion to remember. Not to get a snack, not to get some juice like me when I was a kid, but we take it to remember what Jesus did. He took our place on the cross willingly, full of love, and died, sacrificed his very own life for us. We take communion to remember why he did it. He did it so that we could be redeemed. We could have eternal life, and we can restore the communion that was lost with God from the beginning. Last week, Jake talked about in the beginning what happened, how Adam and Eve sinned, and what happened to us after that. Adam and Eve, before they sinned, they had communion with God. They walked with God. They talked with God. But then they sinned and lost it. And that communion they once had with him was gone until Jesus. And Jesus restored that communion so that me and you now can have that with God. We get to have communion because of what Jesus did. And we take communion to remember that Jesus is coming back. Paul says this in 1 Corinthians, For every time you eat this bread and drink this cup, 
you are announcing the Lord's death until he comes again. So we take communion to remember what Jesus did, why he did it, and to remember that he is coming back. Communion is about looking back and remembering what Jesus did and looking forward to what he's going to do. At the end of the day, communion should make us slow down. Communion forces us to slow down. You have to sit here. You have to wait as we pass out the bread and the juice, the crackers. You have to wait. Communion should lead us to be still, to take it all in, to make us really recall, reflect, and remember what Jesus did. Taking communion is a way for me and you to worship Jesus, to thank him for what he did, and to praise him, to remember him. When you remember what Jesus has done for you and what he is going to do, you can't help but feel the profound sense of purpose of communion. As I was uh, getting ready, preparing this week, and looking at the Last Supper when he established communion, there's something that stood out to me that I'd never seen before and I had read many, many times. Jesus, when he was breaking the bread and passing the cup to his disciples, said something, said two words. Two words that, if you're not careful, you'll read right over and lose the significance of what he was actually saying. Those two words are, for you. Jesus, when he was telling the the disciples about what these things symbolize, he says, this is my body which is given for you. And then talking about the blood that was shed is poured out as a sacrifice for you. Dang it. (laughs) Poured out for you. Jesus gave up his life so that you wouldn't have to. Jesus poured out his blood so that you wouldn't have to shed a single ounce of it to save your life. He did it for you. But as I was reading that and seeing that, I got convicted. Because something that I'm guilty of, and I don't know about you, I'm guilty of trying to add something to Jesus. What I mean is this. I believe that Jesus is the Messiah, the Savior. I place my faith and trust in him. But when I sin and that guilt comes rushing in, I try to fix it myself. So what do I do? Do an extra Bible reading read a couple more chapters, I pray five minutes longer, and I give up something, a fast something. And I I do this and think, okay, God, I made it up to you. That sin that I did, that I committed, I made it up. Look at me. Look what I did. I read. I prayed longer. I read the whole book of Leviticus in one sitting. Look at me, God. Hey, 
Are you happy with me now? Are you pleased with me? We do all that, but that guilty feeling is still there. And so what, we, what do we do? We do even more of those Christian things, but that feeling never goes away. That human nature in us, we don't like to be given anything. We don't like something done for us all the time because we want to earn it. We want to be the one in charge of our eternity, of our destiny. And so we set out to earn something that cannot be earned. I say all that to say this, communion makes me remember that I don't have to sacrifice myself, that I don't have to shed my blood to make myself right to God. I don't have to do that. Communion reminds me that Jesus did it for me. He did it for you. You know what you have to do? You just have to accept it and receive it and not have to add anything to make yourself more beautiful to God, to make yourself more worthy to God. You're worthy because of Jesus, not you, Jesus. He did it all, and that's enough. At the beginning, I told you about when I was a kid and eating the crackers and the juice and the shorter sermon. I told you I didn't really remember anything about it. To understand the significance of it. But something that I'll never forget about taking communion at my church, the communion table that we used that would be set up in the front had a, had a little sentence in the, on, etched into the front of it. And it's a sentence that I read over and over and over again as a kid because I was just staring at the, the table waiting for the crackers and juice to get to me, right? And so I would just look at that table, and it's a simple statement. And it's really, when I think about it, that's the only memory in my head I, I have of communion. Etched on the front of that table used for communion was this, do this in remembrance of me. It's funny how God does stuff like that how that's the only memory I have of communion and how out of everything, that's what's etched in my mind forever. Do this in remembrance of me. It's a simple statement of why we do it, to remember. In a few moments, we'll take communion together as a church. But before we do that, I want to give everybody an opportunity So if you would, bow your head. And I just want you to take this moment, this moment with you and God. I want you to remember some things. Remember what Jesus did and why he did it for you. I want you to thank him. To ask him for forgiveness. Because here's something that's really important to know. When you take communion, you want to make sure your heart and your mind is right. 
You don't want to take this if you have stuff that you need to talk to God about and confess and ask him for forgiveness. So please take this time, this moment, to prepare your heart and mind for communion. So this is how we're going to do it today. You can keep your eyes, your head bowed down if you need to, you want to, if you still need to have that moment with God. But there's going to be some people who are coming down each row with crackers and with juice. And they're going to pass it down the row for you so you don't have to get up at all. So we'll pass out the bread first, the crackers, and then we'll take the juice, and then we'll take communion together. Still, please, if you need that time with God, take it.
So Jesus took some bread and blessed it. Then he broke it in pieces and gave it to the disciples saying, take this and eat it for this is my body. Then Jesus took a cup and we had given thanks. He gave it to them and they all drank of it. And he said to them, This is my blood of the covenant, which is poured out for many.
I hope you leave here today with a better understanding of communion. But above all else, if you don't remember anything, I hope you remember this. Jesus, I hope you remember why he did it. Because he loved you. Because he loved us. He wanted to make sure that we could be able to be here today to do this, to have eternal life. He did it for you. So please don't walk out here without remembering that. It's because of Jesus. Let's pray. God, you are so good. Thank you for letting us be here this morning. Thank you for letting us take communion. And God, I hope and pray that we remember why we do it, why we take communion. And we do it because of Jesus and what he did for us. So I hope and pray as people leave here today, they have a profound sense, a purpose and understanding of what communion is and why we do it because of you, because of Jesus. We love you. Thank you for everything you do in our lives. Ask all these things in the name of Jesus. Amen. Have a good week.